A drop of sweat dripped between his shoulder blades, tickling his skin. Julian Parker resisted the urge to roll his shoulders, and instead kept the charming smile in place. Yes, my mother quite enjoys Philadelphia. I, however, missed England too much to stay away any longer. Philadelphia society, while pleasant, cannot hold a candle to the beauty that can be found in London. The compliment did its duty. The haughty elegance, that air of bored condescension of one just barely tolerating another's presence, slipped away. A smile spread across Lady Whitley's plain, round face. "'London is fortunate to have you back, Mr. Parker.' Julian tipped his head. "'I consider myself fortunate to be back.' She glanced to his cousin, Lord Benjamin Parker, standing at his shoulder, then back to Julian, her gaze quickly raking the length of his body, from the elaborate cravat that took him a good half-hour to tie, the knot secured by a gold pin with a respectably-sized stone, to his freshly polished shoes. "'I'm at home Monday afternoons, if you would care to call.' Relief washed over him. "'Maybe it would not be so difficult after all.' "'Thank you for the invitation.' His cousin shifted his weight. "'If you'll excuse us, Lady Whitley, the card-room calls.' It was a pleasure to make your acquaintance, my lady, Julian said, giving the woman a half-bow. He and Benjamin took their leave of her. Weaving around the other guests who had already arrived at the ball, they made their way toward the card room. She's a recent widow, Julian asked, just loud enough to reach Benjamin's ears. A widow with twenty thousand pounds? Are you hoping for more, or would that do? Julian pretended not to notice the undercurrent of sarcasm in Benjamin's tone, though it did cause some concern. Of all his relations in England, Benjamin was the only one who had once cared to have him around, yet his cousin did not seem all that pleased with Julian's plans. Perhaps he should not have confided in Benjamin, but a man who had a fortune of his own and a secure place in society surely could not understand being without. That bitter taste of wanting, of being close enough to touch but relegated to only admire, of never living in one place long enough to call it home. It could possibly do, he replied. Twenty thousand equated to about a thousand a year. Far more than he had ever had, but it still didn't feel like nearly enough. And she was a widow, a plain one at that, who looked to be a couple of years older than his five and twenty. Though what did that matter? It wasn't as if attraction would or could play any part in his decision. She had seemed somewhat interested in him, however, so it wouldn't do to turn his back on the possibility altogether. For all he knew, she would be the only woman who wouldn't snub her nose at him once she found out he was one of those Parkers. There were Parkers, and then there were Parkers. He'd heard that phrase, spoken in an undertone, yet deliberately loud enough to reach interested ears more times than he cared to count growing up. The sidelong glances in his direction, followed by hushed murmurs, which invariably left him sitting alone at one end of a table in Eaton's dining hall. If Benjamin had gone to Eaton, perhaps Julian's meals wouldn't have been so lonely. His other cousins hadn't much cared for him, but Benjamin was too genuinely nice to shun a family member— even a second cousin from the Lord Albert Parker branch of the family. But Benjamin had been put under private tuition, and Julian had been left without a single person to stand at his side to quiet those hushed murmurs. The memory of that old pain, the loneliness tinged with acute self-consciousness, 
began to creep upon him once again. With a forcible mental shove, he pushed it aside. He had Benjamin's support now, and that was all that mattered. As long as he stayed in his cousin's good graces, as long as Benjamin kept agreeing to take him to balls and make the necessary introductions, he had a decent chance of the ton forgetting that he was one of those Parkers, or at least not minding so much. If Lord Benjamin Parker, youngest brother of the Marquess of Haverson, thought him fit to associate with, then perhaps Julian wasn't like his father and grandfather. And since he needed Benjamin's support, he didn't protest when Benjamin led him into the card room after only introducing him to one lady. The evening was still young, the ball not yet in full swing. There would be plenty of opportunities later for more introductions. If playing a hand or two of cards placated that touch of sarcasm, then Julian would willingly accede to Benjamin's wishes.